Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about pulmonary hypertension. If you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerotofinals.com slash pulmonary hypertension or in the respiratory section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Pulmonary hypertension is increased resistance and pressure of blood in the pulmonary arteries. Increasing the pressure and resistance in the pulmonary arteries causes strain on the right-hand side of the heart as it tries to pump blood through the lungs. This also causes a back pressure of blood into the systemic venous system. What causes pulmonary hypertension? Well, the causes of pulmonary hypertension can be split into five groups. Group 1 is primary pulmonary hypertension or when a connective tissue disorder such as systemic lupus erythematosus causes increased resistance in those vessels. Group 2 is caused by left heart failure, usually due to a myocardial infarction or systemic hypertension that causes a back pressure into the pulmonary vessels. Group 3 is caused by chronic lung disease such as COPD. Group 4 is pulmonary vascular disease such as pulmonary embolism and if you have a pulmonary embolism this creates more pressure and resistance in those pulmonary vessels. And group 5 is a set of miscellaneous causes such as sarcoidosis, glycogen storage diseases and hematological disorders. Let's talk about the signs and symptoms of pulmonary hypertension. The main presenting symptom is shortness of breath. Other signs and symptoms are things like syncope, which is dizziness, tachycardia or a fast heart rate, a raised JVP due to the back pressure into the systemic venous system, hepatomegaly or a large liver, and peripheral oedema due to back pressure into the venous system. What investigations can you do to look for pulmonary hypertension? There's a few key ECG changes that show mainly right-sided heart strain and this will cause changes like right ventricular hypertrophy which is seen as large R waves on the right-hand side chest lead, so V1, 2 and 3 and S waves on the left-sided chest leads in V4, 5 and 6. It can also cause right axis deviation and right bundle branch block. And these would be described as right-sided heart strain changes. So right ventricular hypertrophy, right axis deviation and right bundle branch block. There's some chest x-ray changes and it might show some dilated pulmonary arteries and right ventricular hypertrophy on the cardiac shadow. Other investigations you might find are a raised N-type pro-BNP blood test. So a raised BNP blood test which indicates right ventricular failure. And an echocardiogram can be used to estimate the pulmonary artery pressure. How do we manage pulmonary hypertension? Well, to start with, the prognosis is quite poor, with about a 30 to 40% five year survival rate from diagnosis. This can increase to 60 to 70% where there's a cause that can be specifically treated. Primary pulmonary hypertension is when the disease occurs on its own without a clear secondary cause. And this can be treated with IV prostanoids, which are types of prostaglandins that help to expand the blood vessels. They can also be treated with endothelin receptor antagonists, which again expand the blood vessels. 
and it's one of the uses of phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitors such as sildenafil, which is commonly known as Viagra. Secondary pulmonary hypertension, which is where there's an underlying cause for the pulmonary hypertension, is managed by treating the underlying cause, such as treating the pulmonary embolism or treating the systemic lupus erythematosus. Then we offer supportive treatment for complications like respiratory failure, with supplementary oxygen, arrhythmias can be treated with antiarrhythmic drugs, and if they develop heart failure, we have treatments to manage the symptoms and the features of heart failure. So thanks for listening to this episode on pulmonary hypertension. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your colleagues and hopefully it can help them with their revision too. And if you want to help me out, I'd be really grateful for a rating or review on iTunes or whichever podcast app you use. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on sarcoidosis.